I, I, is this like legal to do? Oh, it's so legal. Where are you, Chris? Oh, it's karaoke. Why can't I find you? This makes why have two you weeks gone in a row. Away. Guys, we're feeling festive and fun and freaky. Festive, freaky, and fun. My world is changing. That's why we're listening right. to an eight-year-old sing Christmas carols. Dude, Taylor Momsen for the win. Festive, freaky, fun. She had a fun. weird career trend, didn't she? Absolutely. She went from Cindy Lou Who to, like, weird goth chick. But can you blame her? No, of course not. Also, can we just talk for a second about... Yeah, that's why we have a podcast, is that we can talk. Oh, my lordy. Okay, how strange of a decision it was to have a literal child... Give it a full musical number in a movie a, that is a not movie. a musical. Actually, it's there's not, one other. There's one. There's other like song. one song, but that song is a cl- like. It's I fine. think that conversation went. Well, we have to include "You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch," but this movie's not a musical. All right, stick another so stick one. Stick another there. one, and then we'll be fine. Yeah, that's probably it. But honestly, like, it just bothers me because you could have given so many other characters that song, and yeah. not not made me cringe while a child sings and stress that they're not going to do well. Well, we can get to all that, Ryan, when we start talking about hey how guys, the Grinch welcome, stole Christmas. welcome to Movies We Used to Like, a podcast where we talk about... Movies that we used to like. My name is Ryan. And I'm Taylor, and we're going to be talking about... Movies. Movies. Okay, Specifically, so, so it's listen, Christmas week. It's Christmas week. It's Christmas week. And we have some things to share with you. Christmas um, things. Number one, we the best gift you could give us is an email. Yeah, please. Put, put an email right in my stocking. Movies we used to like at gmail.com. Um, if you don't email us, that's fine. But, like, give us a five-star review that you don't You know what I've heard? Times. I've heard people tell me, you know, Taylor, I don't really... And subscribe. I don't really email. But you know what you could also Can do? You text us? You could follow us on Instagram and send us a little direct message right there. Uh, and you can do it that way, too. It doesn't matter. I check it. Side note, how do you not email someone? Are you... How old are you? Just millennials, man. I'm not trying to like bag on you, but that's something you got to learn. Me. Listen, it's not if, coming if from you me. need help learning how to email people, I'll help you. I'll give like a little LinkedIn yeah, just chat. Just email in and then we'll know that you need help learning Text how to me. email. Just shoot me a DM. Give me a wink and a bar. We have a G- uh, an Instagram too. You find us, Movies We Used to Like. Ooh, messages on, on Instagram, Instagram. Or you can email us at Movies We Used to Like at gmail.com. There's fun pictures that we post there. give us a rating. There. Tell people about us. Share Always. us. Please share us. Please. Please, Please. share us. Please, please, please. We need, we need your help. I'm, I'm a proud man. Only I'm not at all. Please share us, please God. I'm a shy little boy. I'm a shy, I'm a shy little sneaky boy. I'm a, I'm a sneaky, sneaky little snake. snake. I'm a snake. sneaky little snake. Anyway, uh, today we we're talking about two <laughs> holiday classics, really. Uh, Elf <laughs> and How the Grinch Stole Christmas. <laughs> Either of these described as a classic movie. These I mean, are they, these are holiday classics. Like they are. They are and like, they aren't. It's just weird hearing that because I'm like I was alive for these to come out. They absolutely are though. You know they are. I mean, one of them more so than the other. I think. Which one do you think? I think Elf. I don't know. More. The Grinch was the highest grossing movie of that year. Oh, it's a. I love it. I'm not. I think it's. I'm big. not bad right, on right, the Grinch. Right, right. Let's start with Elf. Uh, came out in 2003. Has an 83% on Rotten Tomatoes. Lots of people love this movie. And it made $220.4 million at the box office, which for a comedy is, with not based on anything, is pretty, pretty solid. Yeah. Um, boy, oh boy, people love this movie. So let's tread lightly. Boy, oh boy, do I love this movie. No, it's a great movie. Yeah, of course. Of course, I, of course. I have a tradition of watching this in July. I certainly watch this at least once a year. Um, 
Yeah, so, it's somewhere between one and two times a year usually for me. Occasionally it'll come on and I'm like, all right, I can do it again. Yeah, I, okay, so here's the deal is when it's been long enough, I laugh out loud at this movie. It's just... But that's the key. You need a good break. It's so for, stupid in a good way. I say that and I mean that well. It's and it's so and it's dumb. for literally one reason. And it's just Will Ferrell's performance. Oh, Will Ferrell's so There's good. nothing special about the supporting cast. Yeah, there is. Or the script. Who? I'm sorry, Robert Kahn, his dad, does yeah, an incredible that's fine. job. That's fine. That's fine. He plays the straight man role so well. But he he's always plays the straight man role. Uh, Misery. Okay, fine. Misery's a great movie. Misery's a great movie, and he does well. Anyway, um, but 99% of the reason this movie works is just Will Ferrell's performance. Because even the story is just like... Okay, so here's the story. In the wrong hands. Here's it's, the story. It's garbage. I cannot imagine someone trying to describe this story to me on the streets if I did not know this movie Do existed. It. Go, sure, Ryan. We'll you have try. 20 seconds. Go. Okay, a 30-year-old man who's lived with elves his whole life realizes, oh, I'm not an elf, and also I have a real father, so I'm going to travel to New York and leave my elf life behind to have a relationship with his father. Boom. That's it. It's so simple. Little buddy diapers. <laughs> Little buddy. He's accidentally, when he's a baby in the orphanage, he accidentally sneaks into Santa's sack, and he gets raised by them elves. And then when he's 30, he realizes he's not an elf, which is funny. And then it's, comedy ensues. He's, he's just this beautiful, brilliant piece of light in this world. He's just one of those characters who's just unabashedly positive the whole movie, and it works, and it isn't annoying. It's very rare. It's well, and it works because he's just so he's so innocent. He doesn't understand a thing, and it's so cute. It's amazing because all you like, the whole movie is just watching him fumble around and like discover New York and like discover he like discovers normal human things, but he does the with this perspective of it's like if you were watching a ten year old boy just have, yeah. have a life. <laughs> it's so great. It's cute. He like, uh, doesn't yeah. understand. He doesn't understand like social norms. He mm-hmm. doesn't understand like business or how money works nope. he doesn't understand food he doesn't understand sex and all of that comes into play and it's very it's funny. very great uh, i would argue this is probably his best comedic performance i've seen him do some great dramatic stuff too but uh in terms of comedy i i think this is his best stuff i think he had some better stuff on snl maybe but it's up there yeah um this character's fantastic you ever his, seen get off the shed no I don't it's think on so. snl it's this weird little sketch that i Cannot describe to you except that Will Ferrell's performance sells the whole thing. Have you seen uh, the Jacuzzi Lifeguard with Will Ferrell and Jim Carrey? Uh uh. It's an SNL sketch where Will Ferrell is in a jacuzzi and Jim Carrey is a lifeguard for that jacuzzi. And it's worth a watch. I will watch it. And we're talking about a Will Ferrell movie and a Jim Carrey movie. It's perfect. So good. Good times. It's real. Um, Yeah, this movie's great and people have grown to like obsess over this movie really it's become like a massive massive holiday thing there is now a broadway musical based on this movie i don't um, think that should be a thing it, 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 it's, a th- it? it's a thing oh god yeah uh there's a broadway musical over the years i think it's like pushed itself in like uh home sales to be one of the most successful christmas movies of all time um and it's a good movie it deserves it i think it's very funny i think will ferrell's incredible i think the editing is good too like good enough to make this movie incredible. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and the score is great too. It's just very heartfelt and this positive. is uh so I'm what, pretty sure it's what, Danny Elfman. What works about this up. movie for you? For me, it's it's Farrell's performance. It's one hundred percent like it's just that. It's I mean, obviously when it does get heartfelt towards the end. 
I think some of the details are really clever in this movie. Yes. Like, I think having the North Pole be a claymation North Pole is just an Great. utterly brilliant touch. And but it's so funny. It's just one of those things like John Favreau is like very... Uh, he doesn't play it safe, but he doesn't... Like, he knows, I think, what people would expect to see out of a Christmas movie. Yeah. And then he's able to, like, tweak step it. outside the box tweak a little it, bit without just going You know what I realized this time? Yes. Elf thinks about killing himself in the end of the movie. Have you ever noticed that? He goes to the top of the building, looks over, and, like, gives it a full couple of seconds. It's yeah, I implied, guess. Yeah, yeah, I guess. It's very stress-inducing. I, yeah, it's possible. But I had never thought of it that way until I was reading this whole thing about, they called it Breath of Death, where you, like, put your character right there so it's clear to older people that they're thinking about it. Yeah, that works. And so that was, that was a little suicide moment in the middle of Elf. <laughs> um, this movie is so ridiculously quotable. It's one of the most quotable movies. Yeah. Uh, what do you think? What, do, what are some of your best best moments out of this? Oh, I have a new one after this one, yeah. and it's the receptionist is on the phone, and the first thing Declawing she says, cats. yeah, she's like, she's like, I've never, never declawed de- kittens. I've never How de- many? Eight. Eight? No, I'm not gonna charge you. I was like, oh god. Uh, if you watch the outtakes, she does like a different one every time, and it's really great. And uh, that's a good one. I really love the so the buddy's dad works for like a children's book company, and there's these two guys that are like just bumbling idiots. <laughs> and they're like, pitch me what you've got. And he's like, uh, I've got this one. It's about a tribe of asparagus. And, uh, well, the youngest, he's self-conscious about the way his pee smells. And then he just gives him this look, and he's like... Yeah, it just waits. It's great. <laughs> the um, I love so many. I like the I like the gift he gives them the, for that special someone. Just yes. Just because I, 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 like, have visceral reactions to that every it's time very I funny. see it. I, like, cringe physically. Uh, the whole Peter Dinklage scene mm, where so he thinks good. he's an elf. Oh, you're an angry elf. <laughs> Call me an elf one more time. You're an elf. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, the, oh, there's so much. You sit on a throat of lies. You, you smell, smell like beef you and smell cheese. smell like beef and cheese. Bye, buddy. Hope you find your dad. Yeah. It's, uh... Hey, buddy, you want to pick some snowberries? <laughs> the whole movie is just fantastic. Thanks, Christmas Puffin. Uh, we tried using troll. We tried using gnomes and trolls, but the gnomes were drunk all the time, and the trolls weren't potty trained. Yeah. It's great. Like I, I feel like I could quote the whole movie. I definitely can and have. It's just so cleverly written. Um, I don't know how much of Buddy's stuff is improvised i don't get the impression that a lot of it is i don't think it so. feels scripted which is it good does. i think i think that's the problem with a lot of comedies nowadays is they just take someone who we know is funny put them in front of the camera and let them riff like melissa mccarthy comedies for me not all of them she's done some like spy i think is hilarious um there's a few others but lately her, her family's company is the one that has the questionable things. yeah lately they just throw her in front of a camera and they're like you're funny improv and she improvs the whole movie and it's it doesn't work because like clever comedy needs to be written and planned. Um, it doesn't just come off the cuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I don't get the impression that that Elf is improvised or for no. most of it. I feel so bad for the wife of Walter. I can't remember her name. She's so sweet. She's the, yeah, she plays a... She's incredibly sweet. But also, like, can you imagine that as a life situation? Like, some weird 30-year-old man comes up and you discover that your husband had a baby that you didn't know about. And she handles it so well. She finds out and she's like, this is great news. Yeah, like a mental, mentally handicapped, presumably, and wants to live in your house forever. And you're like... Okay, yeah, I'll do it. And sure, I'll eat your spaghetti made out of syrup and M&M's. Like, this woman, like, what? 
What? Yeah. How did she become so preternaturally so kind? Uh, yeah. Speaking of that, another good moment is when she wakes up in the morning and he gives her the spaghetti for, for mm-hmm. breakfast or whatever. And she goes, he goes, uh, she goes, did you sleep well last night? He goes, yeah, I got a full three hours. Full 40 minutes. Or full 40 minutes. Full and then 40 she goes, minutes. And I had time to, and make I had time that to rock that rocky chair. Goes, Where did you get the wood? And then it just cuts to the VCR and it's all destroyed. Or the, the yeah. cabinet. Um, so good. So good. And I crammed, I'm sorry, I crammed 11 cookies into the VCR. <laughs> oh, it's a great movie. It's just dead. Is there anything you think doesn't work about Elf? I think, I think Santa's terrible in this. I think he's, they picked the wrong actor for that. He's such a jerk. He's too, right? He's really mean. I know that, I, I know it's intentional. I know they're going for that. They're going for this jaded Santa. I don't like that. I don't either, and I think it, it messes with the ending of the movie for me. I think it does too. Because I don't root for Christmas spirit as much as I should. I root for Buddy, but like... Thank you, I'm yeah. Like, whatever. I think... Like, and Zoe Deschanel's character is solidly fun. Yeah, she's very... She's like, she's very workable just, for this, yeah. but that feels like it's padding. It feels like they needed to hit an hour 45 minutes. They're like, we're at an hour Romance. 15. Let's add this girl in. But yeah, no, that, that Santa thing bugs me too, because I just... I understand you can't necessarily have Santa be the jolly man because then you're just sort of rooting for Santa to sweep in and save the day, I guess. Yeah. Um, but by making him a little more jaded, I don't know. And He's I guess like that's not jaded enough. Either he needed to be more, more jaded, jaded or, or less. Or super jolly. Yeah. It was this weird middle ground. It was definitely a was joke like, they're going for. It, yeah, it, was, it, just, it just didn't, I don't know that it worked for I me. think it's one of the only jokes that doesn't land yeah. in the whole movie. I love Papa Elf. Um, yeah, that it's... Outside of that, I think the whole movie pretty much works. I think so. I Okay, so best moment, worst moment for you. Worst moment for me is Santa. Worst moment, though. Uh, when Yeah, when the engine falls out of the sleigh. Yeah. that's And that little exchange. That, yeah. Oh, yeah, like when he says uh, the Central Park Riders. I just don't care. The Central Park Riders, they just throw that in. They're like... Well, it's a reference to like yeah, a I know. concert. But... It just doesn't land for me. I agree. Um, so that's probably my worst moment. Best moment, there's too many. I mean, Santa, when he screams Santa. I think there's one moment for me, a standout moment, and it's in the hospital when he's sitting next to the little girl and they have an honest-to-God heart-to-heart about how yeah. painful shots are. And, and then he eats like, the cotton balls. He's like, I'll get... Well, yeah, it's that, but I think... Um, it's just like, I like the... I like the little heart on its sleeve of that moment because he, he's just like, it really hurt. And she goes, I know. Sometimes I just try not to think about it. And he's like, me too. And then... I'll put in a good word for the big man. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's so cute. Uh, yeah. It. God, there's so many that good moment, moments. That moment, I think, exemplifies Buddy as a character and yeah. also why this movie is so funny. Yeah, you're right. It's a great movie. Uh, do you have any... Has your opinion changed on this movie from when you first saw it versus now? No. I just... I, I, I feel exactly I the same. It's, I laugh. It's very funny I every time. I think it doesn't have, like, the most depth to it. Like, I no. would never be in a list of my favorite movies, but it might be in a list of, like, my favorite Christmas movies. But it works in that trend of, like, if you look at it the same lens you look at, like, Rudolph or yeah. Frosty the Snowman or those old claymation Christmas movies where it's, like, very simple, but it's effective... I think it works because Christmas movies are not necessarily like. Oh, Rudolph has some stuff in it, though. Let me tell you, having rewatched it pretty hey, recently. Get out of here, you freak! It's you look different than us. You oh, can't play our reindeer games. Yeah, it's, what are the reindeer games? Uh, Scrabble. I think you know we never go into that. No, we don't. But hear me out. There's some weird stuff in that movie. No, I know. I've, like there's I've, this scene I've heard where I haven't rewatched. It in a he while. comes back in. His dad comes in, and his mom's like. Rudolph's missing. I'll, I'll go look for him. And then the dad goes, no, this is man's work. Have food ready when I get home. <laughs> and you're just like, whoa. Dude. 
You're not even a man. You're a deer. I imagine they cut it out when it plays on ABC. But they like, probably don't. Honestly. I oh mean, lordy, that movie's only lot. 15 minutes. So I watched since we're talking. Since this is our one week to talk about Christmas movies, uh, I was watching a Charlie Brown Christmas the other day. Mind you, the original Charlie Brown Christmas because I discovered there are nine Charlie Brown Christmases. They just kept calling them a Charlie Brown Christmas, and like into the 80s, they called them that. But uh, I was watching the original, which is only like 15 or 20 minutes long. Yeah. That shit's real. That is not a kid's movie. I don't care what anybody says. Like, that, as a grown-up, hits hard. Well, I... Okay, so I think kids' movies a lot of times get dumbed down unnecessarily. I think it's why Pixar is so great. Yeah. Because they make these, like, really complex movies. Like, I think Inside Out is maybe the ideal form of a Disney movie. Because it's so, like... It's very complex. It's very... It doesn't dumb things down for kids, but it still says it in a way that they're, like, engaging with it. It's just, like, I think I think people think that kids can't handle emotions when kids are very capable of handling emotions. And if you give kids emotions to handle, they'll surprise you. Boom. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Let's do it. Let's get this last Christmas movie right here. Uh, oh, boy. How the Do- Grinch. Dr. Seuss's How the Grinch Stole Christmas, starring Jim Carrey and others. And others. Came out in 2000. Has a 52% on Rotten Tomatoes. Which is so undeserved. But it's... $345 million at the box office. Highest grossing movie of the year, 2000. Um, one of the largest productions at that time that had ever been created. Have you ever realized that 2000 is 1,000 years away from the Jonas Brothers song, Year 3000? Because I just had a moment, and I like, that's a lot of years. Yeah, a thousand years, right? That's a thousand years. Yeah, it's a thousand years. Like, it's I'm not mo- going to be a alive. millennium. Like, there's never going to be that day whenever it's like, oh, this oh, it's is Jonas the day Brothers when, day. this is the day when, like, Marty McFly landed. Well, we got to experience that, October <laughs> 25th, 2015. But hear me out. I want to be there on the day that we're supposed you to You want to be there underwater. on the year 3000? Uh, yeah, and that song had gone multi-platinum. Everybody bought their seventh album. Oh. Also something Kelly Clarkson. Yeah. Anyway, uh, this movie... Okay, this movie... Uh, upon research, super controversial. A lot yeah. of people... So, uh, the, what I... The impression I got is that critics and parents hated this movie. Oh, yeah. Everyone else loved it. So, that just leaves kids. Um, but, kids and, like, adults that are tangential And I think to we've just grown into adults who like this movie. Because yeah. critics hated it because I don't think it's what they were expecting. And I think parents hated it because it was way too adult for little kids. But, like, sometimes... It's not like that adult. There's there's quite a few moments that I can think that were a bit much. What you got to remember put yourself in a place where the only thing Grinch that existed was oh, the yeah, original yeah. Christmas special okay, so you right. take your kid to the theater and then suddenly Jim Carrey's putting his face between that girl's tits. Oh yeah. Okay, so see I th- I feel like in my head it's just always been this Grinch has existed. Yeah, exactly. It's so, weird, but when you think about it from like just the Christmas special existing and parents showing up to the theater expecting just a live action adaptation. This movie adds a whole bunch of other shit. Yeah. I I like it still though. Oh, I, I love it. I funny. love it. You I got to get me wrong. There funny. are 3 Grinch movies in existence. I've seen all 3 and this is the best. Mm, I like the animated one. The original animated one? Absolutely. It doesn't count as a movie. I don't care what it is. That movie it's 15 minutes long. It doesn't count. Okay. Okay. The book I think it's the best version of it, but I also can understand I think that. it's the best version of the character. In yeah. terms of a movie, I don't think it counts. 
I think Jim Carrey does an incredible job, though, for what it's worth. Phenomenal. Especially when so you funny. find out he sat in the makeup chair for four hours every have, morning. Have you seen that thing where he interviews and talks about how he had to get trained by the he CIA? He had to get trained by the CIA. Because it was literal torture, and so he got addicted to cigarettes because of it. So he would just sit there in the makeup chair in full Grinch makeup wearing their smoking <laughs> cigarettes. Um, it's such an interesting movie production-wise mm-hmm. because of the scale. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, it's one of the at that time, it was, I think, the largest production ever. Uh, in terms of extras, in terms of technology and stuff, they were they wanted so many who's in the background of these scenes, but they didn't want to put prosthetic noses on all those people that they invented a new software to personalize CGI who's. So every time they do a swooshing shot into the town, all the who's are CG, and I didn't know that until last year. Oh, I couldn't have told. The, they don't stand the, out. Okay, the special effects work really well, Great. even from the very beginning of this. And movie. they hold up. And I don't know if it's do. ILM. I assume it's ILM, but it has to be. They're so good at what they do. It's uh, it's just in terms of a production. So separate from everything else, in terms of a production, it's wonderful. Mostly practical sets, practical effects. Um, the makeup on all of them is fantastic. The costume design is fantastic. The score, the direction, editing, great. Then you get into the substance. I think that's where you lose some people. Yeah. Okay. So. So. So, so, um, so I I so. feel like maybe maybe a lot of this movie is pretty unnecessary and could have been cut out and you'd still get the same movie. Yeah. That being said, I really enjoy the little trimming that they put on it. But like, that's what happens when you take a 15-minute special and you go, okay, now it has to be a movie. All right, the middle section's going to be weird. Yeah. Because <laughs> we have to make that shit up. So they give, they give Cindy Lou who a weird detective streak. And I, I'm yeah. down for it. I'm it cool with fun. that. They give her something to do, which is better than her just waking up and finding him there. Yeah. I think it's interesting that they gave her such a big role. Because if you watch the Christmas special, Cindy Lou Who's in it for two seconds. She mm-hmm. wakes up and the, the narrator just says, oh, and little Cindy Lou Who came and she wanted water and he sends her to bed. But they gave her, she's the second main character in this movie. Yeah. Um, which is interesting. And, well, and nice. she's cute and it works. It, oh yeah, it works very well. I think Martha May Huvier worked so much better Martha this May round. Huvier. I think she was so funny this she's round. Like, as a little girl, her crush on the Grinch was A, very cute. And, and B, Cindy Lou's parents. Very sweet. And Cindy Lou's parents are hilarious. Absolutely. Both of them. The mom with the Christmas lights and the dad the whole movie. Yeah. It's a very funny, they're, they do well. I think everybody in this movie gives 110%. Absolutely, and, and it, it plays. Works. It plays it well. It plays so well. I think maybe maybe things are a little too frenetic, like too much is happening. That might be the worst thing in this movie. It's just that it's like too much going on that doesn't so. necessarily have substance to it. The mayor is like unnecessarily evil, which works as a cartoon For character. For no reason, But like though. at times you're like, why? But then they'll flash back to him as a kid and it's like, okay, he was a dick when he was a kid too. So like if you're, gonna show that the Grinch, if you're going to show that the Grinch was a dick because of what happened to him, okay, that makes sense. But why is the mayor such a dick? And why don't people notice that the mayor is an asshole? Because he likes Christmas? It's because he likes Christmas and because he's a... He's a big fat mayor. Because he looks like a human. His name's Mayhu, too. I was looking at it. Mayor Mayhu? Mayor Mayhu, which is hilarious. All their last names are who. Yeah, of course. Martha Mayhu. That's got to get confusing. Are they all related? They live on a snowflake. Did we just discover something terrifying? They're little dust mites on a snowflake, so it's kind of a... It doesn't really matter if they're all related. If that's oh, all incestuous, no. you know, go for it. Why do you think they have the weird nose? Ooh, no. Well, no, because their babies come down from the sky. They inbred in that into it. Pumbercellas. That's clearly a lie. No, it's real. It's true. 
The, oh, sorry. One of the best moments in this movie is when they're showing the babies floating down in the little yeah. carriages, and it lands on the doorstep, and the guy answers the door, and he goes, Honey, our baby's here. It looks like, it your, looks boss. like your boss. Oh, it's so funny. Ugh. I, I got a grin from And me. then they, uh, when the Grinch lands in the tree, his his mom's, which, hey, progressive for 2000. I thought they were his teachers. No, because they're having a swinger. They're having a swingers party when he shows up. Oh, you know what? That's Maybe, the joke. Am I still watching this movie with a purely innocent mindset? I think you might mindset? be. No, no, no. They're having a swingers party when he lands in the tree and they don't find him till the morning. Everybody's putting their keys in the bowl. Oh my yeah, God. Yeah, 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 yeah. I did not catch uh-huh. that. Wait, what other things did I not catch? Help me. Um, Jesus. Um, I don't know. Like, I know Martha May Huvier is supposed to be, like, sexy. She's a sex figure. I think it's hilarious that she's the only one with a normal nose implying she had a nose job. Yeah. Um, oh, what? Yeah, because... Okay, she keep, has, keep going. I watched this with, like, all of the innocence of my youth. I guess watching it now, you pick up on it. Um, when the Grinch um, hangs the mistletoe on uh, above his butt and asks Whoville to kiss it. Oh, I knew that part. Okay, good. That part I caught. Okay, good. I caught that. Um... I don't know. There's little moments all throughout where it's, oh, I love when they're climbing up the mountain. So Cindy Lou's brothers are climbing up the ice mountain in the beginning with the two girls and he's afraid to do it. And she goes, do it for me, Stu. (laughs) Oh my word. The whole movie's great. I love the whole movie. It's very funny. I think my favorite moment, so this is the best moment, worst moment now. My best moment is whenever he's shouting, um, hello, hello. (laughs) How are you? How are you? I asked you first. I'm an idiot. You're an idiot. <laughs> yeah, that's probably the funniest moment in the movie, just because it's it's so funny. It's just so random. It's really and it's clever. So great. But then it immediately cuts hard into a really dramatic moment, and I like it. It works for some reason. Jim Carrey's performance is so frantic and crazy and characters that when he takes a beat, you're like, yeah, I feel bad for you. Because yeah. right when the thing calls him an idiot, he goes into fetal position, and the music changes, and it works. Yeah, and it shouldn't. It's both very funny, and you feel for him. I 100% feel for him. I think. I don't know. For me, the only times this movie doesn't work is when it tries to go lowbrow. Like with some of the humor, like when he flies into the town and he lands face first into her boobs. It's like, yeah. you've got some really clever writing and some good jokes in here. You don't need to settle for stuff like that. Yeah, absolutely. I feel that way about a lot of movies that focus too much on sex. Yeah, like when, like or when he, and not even sex too, when he takes the dog and he makes the mayor kiss its butt. Yeah. It's, like, it's like, you don't need that. That's no. very clearly for your kid demographic. And this movie's very funny without that stuff. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, it's a good movie. Max is a cute dog. Do you know that that's a female dog? Oh. They, because she was the only one who would follow the commands. Um, so they just, Max is a girl. Mm. And also she's wearing a fake coat. So Maxine, I suppose. Maxine, I guess. Yeah, great movie. It's a good movie. Great movie. I it love it. It holds up. It holds up way better than I thought it would. I just, every time I come back to it, I just, I enjoy the shit out of it. I do too. And we haven't, Ryan, we haven't talked about the song. Oh. Where are you, Christmas? Where are you, Christmas? It is painful and might be my worst moment. I'm you don't so like that in scene? the minority. I'm so in the minority. Listen, I know it's supposed to pull at your heartstrings. It does. But I stress for that little girl every time I watch it because, like, she she's a child. She doesn't have vocal control. Like, what are you doing to this poor girl? You're going to immortalize this moment. And it's that really song, cute. That like, song is so ooh. real. It's like you, you don't remember the first time you felt like Christmas was losing its magic. That song just encompasses the whole thing. I feel like I've just been a jaded son of a gun for as long as I can remember. 
I don't like, trust I, I think you were anybody. a little Cindy Lou Who at one point in your life. Do you really think so? Yeah, where you were a skeptic about do it. I seem, do I seem like I'm full of wonder at the world, Taylor? No, you do not. <laughs> you do not. <laughs> the world is a cold, dark place for you. I actually think mostly I really like life. Yeah, it's like, great. We need to, you know we need to establish that I'm in a good place for How the audience. Grinch Stole Christmas is great. It is. It's a great movie. Uh, how did you feel about it then? How do you feel about it now? I used to really like it. Now I really like it. It gets better It gets better every time I watch it. I really do enjoy it way more now than I did when I was a kid. I think so. I think I'm in the same boat. It I think I understand more of it. It well. It does. Like fine wine. It's like a cartoon. It's like a Looney Tune. I love the idea that when that snowflake hits the ground... They all die. Whoville will be destroyed. Yeah, it really is a post-apocalyptic wasteland, isn't it? The whole idea of the Who's is weird because in some... pre-apocalyptic. Pre-apocalyptic. The the Who's are always different in every Dr. Seuss book. Like, these ones are on a snowflake. The ones in Horton Hears a Who are on a flower. But the ones in The Cat in the Hat are normal-sized. They're just people. I think that maybe Dr. Seuss found a very small, real subset. Race of people. Of people who live in mounds of dust that are then easily destroyed. And then wrote and story, children's fear, books about true them. fear about them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. he's all environmentally conscious. Is that why? Maybe. Who knows? Who knows? Who knew who lived next to the who's? Norman Bates. <laughs> Norman Bates from Psycho. Um, that's a that's a Universal Studios in joke. Um, if you want to hear the rest of that, you gotta pay the pay the fee and ride the tram. Or hope, you can just ask me just and I can explain it. Uh, what do you think? Out of all the Doctor Seuss adaptations, is the best? Mm, I already told you a cartoon. No, no, not of the Grinch. Of just of all the Doctor Seuss books. Oh. Ooh. Ooh, Horton Hears Who. I like Horton Hears Who a lot. I would do that. We should do that one week. Uh, yeah, I'd probably say Horton Hears Who or this. It's interesting because the Cat in the Hat, this was so successful, they were like, fuck, we gotta do the Cat in the Hat. Let's get Mike yeah. Myers, who'll do the same thing as Jim Carrey, and we'll get another hit. Cat in the Hat doesn't work because it leans all the way into that lowbrow humor, which yeah. is the little bit that doesn't work about this. Yeah. Um... But yeah, forest, is welcome Christmas, 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 Christmas. Do you think they have Jesus? So if if the Who's have Christmas, they must have Jesus. Jesus Christmas. Who Jesus? Do they have Who Jesus? Jesus. And they also say it's their one thousandth hubilation. So how long has that snowflake been falling? How long's a a Who year? They're in a terrifying void. In which they're on a snowflake falling That falls eternally. forever. It's never going to and die. And they just celebrate they're Christmas fine. every year. And I fear that for them. I do. In our own way, aren't we somehow who's traveling downward <laughs> on this spiraling snowflake, unaware of if there's a God that cares for us even a brief moment. And yet, All right. they have a Jesus Christ who, and we have a Jesus Christ human. Okay. Is that why they call them who's? Because they're who-mans? Yep, that was it. I don't understand. All I right. I think this we're is gonna, really going to break me. We're going to bring it to an I end. I think this is really going to break me. It's over. It's over.